0: This is the Wizard's Nightshirt podcast, episode 29. Welcome to the Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode 29. I'm Scott, and here with me are William. I am here. And Rebecca.
1: Hey, y'all.
2: <laughs>
0: Sorry, that wasn't exciting. And Rebecca. <laughs>
1: fresh from the, horn, the cornfield at Hee Haw.
2: <laughs> yes. I was going to say the pageant.
0: The Halloween pageant? The
1: Halloween pageant, uh, yes.
0: That's why was talking about Halloween. Is, uh, is there so You're talking about the candy uh, caramel apple Milky Ways? Um, is, is, is there any, is that, is that like at the top of your list or what, what is your top Halloween candy?
1: Oh God. That, okay. Let me, oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> okay. See, I suffer from a condition that I call candy madness. And that just means that if Bag I, candy? if I eat that, a little candy,
0: it's
1: bad. Yeah. It gets bad. Like if I eat a little candy, I can't control myself. And then I just have full on candy madness and then I just have it and I have to like stop myself. I I'm either like all on with candy or all off. Now, the Caramel Apple Milky Ways that I had a couple of weeks ago, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. The best Halloween candy is something that takes an iconic brand, makes it tackier, and somehow makes it more delicious. Like, okay, the Reese's Ghosts and Pumpkins? Yeah. Spot on. That's amazing. And then when they get into the three musketeers that are red in the middle and they call them musketeers... Oh yeah, my, that's pretty good That's just you, sublime you, I'm just you, like mm, You know
0: you, I love you, it you, the, the Reese's I, I, they, they make the, the trees The pumpkins All those things They actually put a higher fat Peanut oh, butter yeah. And everything else uh-huh. so, so that makes it It has a different taste Than an actual Reese's peanut butter cup
1: See So In, that's that's why it's so You can tell that lovingly And I do enjoy those
0: a lot we are we are at the Wizards' Nightshirt. Yes, we are, and we are revisiting He Man's Master Universe and She Ra: Princess of Power. Today, we are reviewing He Man season one, episode twenty, "Dawn of Dragoon." Air date was September twenty second, nineteen eighty three. In this episode, Orko is summoning to save his homeworld of tralla. A uh, planet where everything is backwards and Prince Adam cannot transform into He-Man. Oh, no. <gasps> oh, no. Whatever guess, will they do? There's so did much we choose I like. poorly? I don't know. You mean this we'll episode? We'll find out. For the episode? Yes, for the episode. Maybe I'm Not in general. Say... <laughs> did we choose poorly on what secret we wanted? <laughs> exactly.
1: If you've been the secreting wrong... You've chosen just... poorly. You did. Like, yeah, like an Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah, Indiana Jones. Did you see that?
1: Oh, yeah. That's the best. The third ever. one? Yeah, you have to, you cannot pick the fancy mug for your drink.
2: No, you would turn into dust.
1: Yeah, don't do Bones. that. Bones. You'll don't melt. be dust.
2: I, I would say that that's my favorite Indiana Jones movie, and I'm feeling similarly about this episode. I don't want to tip you off, but I like this episode a lot.
1: Did you now? Uh-huh. You weren't regretting this choice. Nope, the whole
2: I think of- it was great. Okay. It's just because Orco is a main person. Well, right? you know, I I will give you I'll give you an argument for why I think this one is, is good to, to think about. Um, we've seen several times Orco has been extremely lonely and trying to <laughs> court adult human women, and in this one he gets a little friend and it comes up so much i feel like we needed this backstory we need to understand about trala and we need to see about the other people there we need to see if he's really a powerful magician we're getting a lot of answers here
1: answers to questions i didn't ask
2: (laughs) (laughs) well
0: i mean his whole war was backwards so maybe since he's coming here he's confused about magic in general like he's you know but there. He's forwards there? I don't know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's, that, he's, he's a lot better at it. Yeah, it's not there. a backwards world there, I guess. Yeah. So
0: he's disoriented in the real world. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, Dawn of Dragoon is is the name of this episode, and Netflix on one of the areas had it captioned wrong, and it said Dawn of the Dragon, and I was just like, that sounds like a really terrible, like a poorly received Bruce Lee movie that he did with Orko.
0: Like, <laughs>
1: not a good movie. Don't watch that one.
0: Well, it's like uh, the modern-day Rush Hour, <laughs> right? And, he, and Orko's Chris Tucker in that, <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> That sounds like and a terrible film. Yeah. But uh, it's,
2: but Bruce Lee's not funny. He's just... Hey, Bruce Lee was pretty funny in... What, what's the... What, Way of the Dragon? Yeah, yeah. That was... Yeah, he's pretty good. Well, is that the, is that
0: the one with Kareem, the jabbar
2: No, no, no. That's the oh, one okay. with Chuck
1: Norris. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. All right. Did you
0: actually watch those movies? You don't like action movies Okay. Much.
1: What happened was... Okay, here's what happened. Last Sorry, year, on a this. whim... No, we have to talk about this. Okay. Last year, on a whim, I was at the library, and I happened to see this book called Bruce Lee, The Art of Expressing the Human Body. Okay. okay. I've already stated my interest in biohacking. Mm-hmm. I like biohacking and intense weirdos who work hard.
0: Oh, he's crazy.
1: And that was Bruce Lee in a nutshell, and so I got really interested in um, his crazy body regimen, because it's fascinating, and then we watched all of his movies, and I don't know, it just got... It just, yeah, he's <laughs> a he's <an> inspiring, <laughs> the, hard-working dude. Oh, he was, he was. I mean, like, obviously, mm-hmm. like, like, Bruce Lee was one of your greats. Like, really? Thank you, Captain Obvious, for <laughs> stating that, for, you know, your He-Man podcast. great. insights.
0: The, 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 the one thing thing that i found so amazing about him is that they slowed down the camera so <laughs> that they could because no one believed that he was that fast mm-hmm. and you're just like that is amazing yeah that
1: is amazing i want to kick somebody that hard
2: <laughs> this is Prince adam and there's a lot of me in act one
1: all right now let me get this straight this side is supposed to produce flowers. Yes, but Man at Arms, it. Orco, if you want me to fix your magic pyramid, just answer me. But uh, first, we get to start uh, in the palace, Palace Eternia, where uh, Orco is trying to troubleshoot a magical pyramid box that he has made, and we have learned that Man at Arms is not a very good listener. <laughs> because he keeps having problems and then not listening to Orko and then getting a face full of mud and then a face full of water, Yeah, every side
2: (laughs) of the pyramid has something bad in it until Orko gets to try his side and then it's just grapes that he eats. And uh, every time he keeps warning Man-at-Arms that it's not working, Man-at-Arms keeps opening a side and he's like, this time? (laughs) Like,
1: yeah, Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm usually on uh, Man-at-Arms' side when it comes to being irritated with Orko, but now we're just seeing the limits of his patience. Like, he just can't deal with Orko anymore. Just every word that comes out of his mouth is like, shut up, shut up. It's kind of like when my mom asked me computer questions. I'm like, mom, just no. I think it's exactly the same thing.
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah, no. well, he had to wash off the mud
2: somehow. So maybe, maybe he's hoping for a water.
1: So it did work out in the end. Yeah. Then he got doused by the mud and then by the water.
2: Now, where did Orko's um, little radioactive astro- asteroid rocks come from?
1: They didn't explain that. I was very confused. But he
2: just—he did have those, and he was juggling them, and Man-at-Arms has like a meter or whatever. He's like, you need to be careful with those. And uh, he does, because um, he ends up opening a rift between Eternia and Trolla and he summons another uh, Trawlin. And uh, it's a girl Orko, and... Um, she thinks he's called Orko the Great, and her name is Drielle, and isn't she wonderful?
1: <laughs> well, yes. First of all, even though Man-at-Arms comes out and explains it, like he says it straight up in a sentence, and it's a good thing that he did, because I did not understand it. I still really did not understand how it worked that the magical meteorites that orca was juggling somehow came into contact with his stupid pyramid trick box and therefore turned the pyramid trick box into a shuttle between eternia and Trolla. i'm like that's reaching even for he man <laughs> all right for this show i just okay i'll go with it but i'm just i'm just not there <laughs> And then, yeah, Drielle here. She comes out with a little blonde bob, and we know she's foxy because she's got one of those like masks that go under your like eyes, so you look really like coquettishly. Um, you know, like uh, what
2: was um the, an Arabian dancer? Yeah,
1: exactly.
2: What was Is- the what was the um city in the Wheel of Time novels that they dressed that way? The Do- domini, the domini women.
1: Do they have masks?
2: Yeah, yeah, they yeah they did. And I think the men did, too.
1: I almost feel like we need to look this up it. because that's not... No, because was, it was in that little... Wasn't it in that fishing village, like in foam, where the girls go right... At, hang on. This is... Oh, my God. We are in nerd <laughs> deep territory right now. In Tanchico, the best secret to reveal is the face behind the lady's veil. The most deadly is that of an illuminator spark in Tanchico. Terabon in a country situated in the southwest coast of the Westlands. Its capital, Tanchico, is a port. I knew it was a port town, situated on the western coast of the Aerith Ocean. And then both men and women wear a transparent veil, men occasionally masking their face completely. So anyway, I love the wheel of time. How about you? Okay, so,
2: Juriel Jir- has one of these. Uh, she
1: says she's got a teraboner on her face yeah, mask.
2: Yeah, so she tells us that uh, Tralla's having some problems right now. There's this big demon thing named uh, Dragoon who is uh, terrorizing them, and she says since you're Orco the Great. Uh, it sure would be nice if you could come help us out. And Orko is really smitten with her and is trying to play it real cool and everything and immediately uh, bops down into the little pyramid with her and tells he man and Tila and Duncan that he has to go. He's going to go take care of this himself. And as soon as he leaves, uh, it was kind of nice to see Duncan changed his tune and said he was worried about him. And then Prince Adams like, "I, I think we can help him.
1: Yeah, and then she just decides to be He-Man and goes to Sorceress like she
2: can help me get to him. By the power of Grayskull, I command the jaw bridge open. He-Man. I'm surprised that Sorceress approved of He-Man's plan to go to Tralla because as she explained, he has a time limit while he's in Tralla because the portal is very tiny and it's going to disappear when there's a moonrise
1: which is all very spurious and i'm just not even sure about any of that and why any of that had to be true but that's okay that's not for me to know
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah you're like well of course <laughs> yeah you need
2: to just need to accept that <laughs> <laughs> the fun part of this was that he-man has to shrink to go into the portal and he turns into a, like a little tiny he-man it looks just like the toy that uh, hops through the portal
1: it to grow small. Yeah, it was very exciting. It was so
2: fun. I loved the little miniature He Man. I mean it was exactly like having the action figure. Uh, did, so so did Orcle get smaller when he went
0: there, or is he just gigantic there?
2: I guess he can go normal size because he didn't have to go through the tiny portal to get there.
0: Oh, maybe it was just a tiny
2: portal. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I think he has she to shrink up the portal. She can only muster, yes. muster so much. Yes. Yeah,
1: and I just feel like she could have done. I don't know, whatever. Okay, so tiny He-Man for whatever reason, and you would think that this would play into the plot later, or like, like he's going to solve a problem being tiny. No, he just
2: needed to get through the thing that was small. It was fun seeing little He-Man. I I think we would all agree. Little He-Man was very cute and very fun. I
0: think it would <laughs> be funny if he like if if the like uh, man arms is there and he was regular size. And then he little He Man tried to talk, and he was like, "Me me me."
1: Yeah, that, if I would have seen that little <laughs> me 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 gag, I yeah, would have yeah, been yeah. into oh, come it. Come
2: on, okay, you guys, this <laughs> is hey such Fringer. a great idea. It's so cute, Will.
0: So cute. <laughs> it was
1: very
2: cute. Yeah, mm, this is Cringer, and I'm scared of what'll happen in Act Two. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what tralla looks like.
1: Upside down things mm-hmm. in Tralla.
2: There's
0: some things that are shooting out of this ground that look like mushrooms or something. Mm-hmm.
2: And they Fly, some, They're they flying around Yeah, some flying lizard stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: Upside down rainbows. Mm-hmm.
2: Upside down rainbows. Everything's upside down. And then they pretty much show us Dragoon right away who's harassing um, Driel and Orco And let's talk, about Dra- let's talk about Dragoon's look. He's pretty good. I like him. It's a great look. He looks like something on the cover of a heavy metal album. He looks just like... He looks like the Dio monster. He looks like Murray.
1: Uh,
2: he looks like Murray. In Dragon's Dream, he looks Dragon's like Murray. Sorry. He looks like something familiar, yes. Like that.
1: He he had the standard template of, like, gargoyle wings. If you're like, draw me gargoyle and, wings. And, and he okay. W- and,
2: he was, and he was brown, and he had the big muscular build, and then he had, like, the... the bat ear horn things going back he looked a lot like him to me Murray's like, I mean, like he, a like, dude like you did if you
0: do on Facebook facial recognition would be like
2: this is Murray yes <laughs> I mean he didn't he wasn't like wielding a chain but he still looked like him to me
1: well that's good to you I think you're just seeing a lot of good in in this episode is what I think
2: <laughs> I, me and He-Man saw a lot of good in Dragoon
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes you did yes quite and then uh, he, he had like a headpiece that was kind of like a like a Sun blanched mm-hmm. uh, cattle head, yeah, with the horns going back.
2: Again, they're pretty
0: cool. I thought it
1: was pretty cool. Maybe now, a
0: really disfigured face, and that was his like he covered it with a or that was armor maybe or something bone armor.
1: Yeah, it could have been bone armor. Yeah, we don't know yeah. what was going on under that under that headpiece.
2: There's some there's some good uh, good monsters there. He man has to fight this uh water snake and you know how i feel about water monsters No Prince Adam has to fight or Prince him. Adam That's does right, right. Uh, Yeah we should talk about so, that So dun
1: dun dun the twist is Prince Adam can't transform into He-Man when he's in Tralla because it doesn't work cuz everything's backwards What? By the power of <laughs> It doesn't work here Yeah <laughs> so
0: Prince Adam ran <laughs> <laughs> he ran so fast though that he he tied up the snake the snake tied up himself. Right, between then, the trees. Yeah. And then he got away.
1: And so and you know, at first I'm thinking, well, this is an interesting handicap. What will he do when he's confronted with the fact that he's not the most powerful man in the universe here? And we have to watch Prince Adam using his wits. And then I was like, Do I really want to watch Prince Adam solving things using his wits for the next like eight minutes of this episode? And uh, the answer was no. And luckily, we only had to see it one
2: time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he had his little uh, fire ray in his wrist, which was pretty cool.
1: It shot water because Trolla is backwards. right? Yeah.
2: But we got to see some gadgets. And he had like a little uh, clock gadgets. on his wrist. That was kind of cool. Cringy was real worried about, mm, how many hours do we have? Till lunch.
1: Well, <laughs> you know probably just all the time it's a big part of cringer's life to be worried about prince adam being late for stuff Mm because you know he's late constantly he is not watching the clock he is missing every final in every class that he's in and he's like i'm gonna go to teacher's office hours father (laughs) like he's he is not, he is not paying attention to the time. So no wonder Cringer was nervous. He had every right to be.
2: At some point, we get a little background on uh, Dragoon. He was um, one of Skeletor's minions, and now he's in charge of terrorizing Trolla by himself. But I was thinking, he's doing pretty good. He could make a play to be his own Skeletor. He's got a fortress. I think it's kind of how Skeletor got his start, probably.
1: Yeah, I I feel that uh, Skeletor just had to be name-checked here, because he doesn't appear in the episode. And we've discussed this before. Whenever there's an episode where Skeletor doesn't show up, I'm always a little bummed, because I really really just want to see him every time, you know. So here, we have to make do with them referring to Skeletor, like, oh, well... Dragoon is the creature of Skeletor.
2: I mean just the size of him and everything. I feel like he would he would rival Skeletor. He's I I think he's got a lot of potential. I like Dragoon. He had a pretty nasty little plan, so he 's rounding up uh, trollins and like any good bad guy plan he's st- he 's sucking the power from them
1: oh yeah you you will suck the power from from the pitiful people
2: <laughs> they were making plan. some really pitiful, sad noises, all the little trollins, and one of them was saying, they were saying things like so tired <laughs> it was really pitiful.
1: It was pitiful, he, but he had a whole lair. Like, he had the whole thing planned out. He had a little battery that, that it all went into. And the
2: Megacore. That was all, a good name. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a
1: good name. I, I love, like, I wonder where you buy, like, plinths that you can, like, put a platform on and then put those shackles. Like, <laughs> what industries are involved in, in creating these for you? you has
2: got to be an industry catalog.
1: Yeah, yeah. You like when you, you For the shackles? Yeah, for like the shackles and in torture boards, whatever you call whatever you would call those.
0: They have those.
1: They have those <laughs> at the Trola the tra- and Lows. But the tra- just,
0: at the Trollin' Lows, yeah. That, only at that location.
1: That's such an evil, you such can't an order evil online. thing. Or it had to be from the same place where Skeletor orders his stuff, I'm guessing.
2: Evil's are us.
1: Yeah, no, evils that's, are us. Well, he's
2: There's also be a better name. he's also got a an alligator dog on a scumbag tie out to make sure that nobody intrudes. <laughs> I
1: totally missed that. <laughs> if you have your dog on a on a lead tied out in your yard, that you are not good at dog. Don't no, do that's that. bad. Don't do that. Yeah, take your dog on a walk. <laughs> okay, get it tired.
2: Orko uh, and He-Man cross swords with Dragoon at some point in Trolla, And uh, Dragoon uh, escapes to his lair with Driel to take her power. So uh, I say He-Man. Prince Adam and Orko and Kringer go to his fortress. That's when they see the alligator dog. And Prince Adam finally puts together the way you transform into He-Man. <laughs> did you see this coming? Uh, yes, I did see this coming. <laughs> Again, I wasn't really thinking about but it. But I
1: was also relieved because I was like, I could not handle, like, another, again, eight minutes or so of of uh, watching Prince Adam struggle through trying to solve problems. I'm like, oh, please just, you just let want it... him to
0: punch something.
1: Yeah, I was ready for some punching. I was like, just let it be He Man. And of course, by speaking the words backwards, Yvonne et Niage, <laughs> that's when, uh, um, you know, everything was right again. Brace
0: skull, empower the mind. I
2: thought I, I wanted this. I wanted him to have to say. I wanted the music to be backwards. I wanted him, that them to have to say, "Man, he" or something like that. A whole bunch.
0: Man, he. <laughs> hey, do, do you feel? Man, I, I after, when I was watching this episode, like I, I don't know if he just wasn't. I don't know if I just haven't been paying attention or something like that. But when he was doing like side shots, he seemed very, very skinny. skinny. Yeah. yeah, I okay, saw that all right, too. All right, I was just because Prince Adam. I was like, oh, maybe it's just Prince Adam. But then when he turned into He Man, it was the same thing. So it's like they drew him the same way, and like I don't know, it just didn't seem like they buffed him up as you as usual.
2: There was uh there was like a little animation switch halfway through or something. I felt like um the colors were a little brighter or something. I, I, I made right after I saw him get skinny, I started being uh, really conscious of um, how how things were animated. There was something weird going on there. I caught that too.
1: Okay, now. Did I hear this correctly when uh he is now he man and he's fighting he's like tangling with uh dragoon does he call him frog face yes frog face okay, but there is no frog going on in that whole character design no okay just making sure yeah it
2: gave me pause too i don't I don't really know what what they would have what they would have hey, called frog him Frog
1: Face. I don't know what you would have called him, but Frog Face would not have been on my list of uh, my short list of He Man insults. But that's okay. That's okay, He Man. You do you, baby. And then I also did notice that Dragoon had like perfectly triangular teeth. That's just another yeah. Thing. A lot of
2: times they're all uh, jaggedy and mismatched and everything, like um, Venom from Spider Man or something. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. No, not Dragoon. He he had had like monster orthodontics <sighs> done.
2: They're also much a easier. Vesaline <laughs> or
0: what's it, what's veneer? He's just a, he just had all his teeth taken out and put in. <laughs> new, new ones put in. Um,
2: that's Skeletor, a, he has really Skeletor good dental insurance. He has some good dental plans.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he does.
2: And that's, well, why, you know, and that's why they stay with him. He's probably bone conscious. Just, Skeletor,
1: you know, Skeletor has good teeth, too.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, he's, since he's such a skull, he's, he's, he's you know... Bone health is very important. Yeah, yeah, And you
1: know, like, Eva Lynn's had, like, all kinds of bonding done for her teeth. <laughs> she's had, like, so many veneers that she can't talk, right? Have you ever noticed that, like, on some celebrities?
2: Like, teeth?
1: Yeah, like, she's got chiclet teeth. Like, they're just too okay. thick for her tongue and she just can't can't get used to it. You
2: know Dragoon's teeth were like that because it's just much easier to draw with the triangles. Like, up, down, up, down, up, down, <laughs> up, down up, down, done.
1: <laughs> well, you know. I would think it'd be easier to draw a bunch of, like, saliva and... and jaggedy teeth but i don't know i can't draw anything same in every shot but again obviously you don't
2: have a lot of experience drawing (laughs) drooling monsters okay (laughs) well clearly if so you would have known this
1: i just know about dragon orthodontics that's all i don't really i never had
0: is it is it it, did you learn from the play-doh set when you had to stop the stop stop the alligator from chomping down on you when you try to
2: pull out the Play-Doh we didn't Play-Doh have teeth. that
1: one. You know which one I did have was the one called Munchin USA where you make pretend food with a play doh and that was awesome.
2: That's just asking for kids to eat play doh. Yeah, it's they, not yeah, toxic. No, they,
0: they, they, they do that. Well, they, it's
2: like they ask you to eat it because they're just telling you it's non toxic. But it taste and They good. encourage you
0: to mix it. They, they, they tell you to put it in like two different colors and then you like push it through and it like squirts it out like so like if you're making like an ice cream cone or no something like no that. the
2: only way to play with uh, play doh is to make uniform uh shapes that we all agree on here's your color here's your blue circles here's your red triangles yeah don't mix them no then then you have like multicolored (laughs) play-doh
1: i was so serious about that play-doh set that like there wasn't brown play-doh at the time or maybe that was but we didn't have any and um we like found a recipe for play-doh in a cookbook brown
0: Brown play-doh why'd
1: Munch in USA, like you could make oh, a little chicken leg. You can't make oh, okay. a red or a blue or a pink chicken leg. That's ridiculous. It's called
0: imagination, Rebecca. No. Imagination.
1: I imagine chicken legs brown
0: and I imagine <laughs> all the
1: people living in life in peace.
0: That you run.
1: Exactly. See, now you're getting it.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Look, this is the real world here. We don't have blue what, chicken well, legs. What, what, what would
0: be your diner's name? <laughs>
1: Well, it was called Roxanne's Cafe. That was our only diner. We did not have any more diner. I only ran one diner in oh, that, real that, life. That, that, that
0: was yours. And I mean, like, I mean, She it? was
1: my she was my alter ego oh, in, okay, in the, okay. in the in all right, all right. thing because Roxanne's a more glamorous version of Rebecca. I always thought Roxanne was a cool name. I don't know.
0: That's not a version of Rebecca, is it? No, it's oh, just okay. like a cooler name. <laughs> She's that's seven similar. Scott, <laughs> let all her right. have brown play doh and call herself Roxanne. My lord. You don't want brown play doh because that looks like other things.
1: Not when it's in the shape of a chicken leg, and then also don't <laughs> eat it. Don't eat it if you don't like it. Don't eat the play doh. You
0: can
2: <laughs> maybe rock sand scab. Okay, I'm sorry. So,
0: you. so, so you made homemade brown play doh. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes, I did. And then okay. we used it in the Munchin USA play doh set.
0: What what colors do you mix together to make brown?
1: It was like a few... What food color? It was like red and yellow and um, a drop of something else, but it worked really well. Okay, yeah, It was good. Did it it taste good?
0: (laughs) did not eat it. Did you make it buffalo flavored?
1: Yes.
2: Okay, good.
1: The wings were a hit.
2: Dragoon's plan is dumb. (laughs) Dragoon is throwing boulders at He-Man nonstop. Nobody is updating their battle plans. And this goes on for some time. Battle Cat almost falls into an endless pit. He-Man pulls him up. Then Dragoon throws a rock that has lots of lichens and vines and stuff and accidentally gets tangled up in his own rock that he throws. And he starts falling into the endless pit. And then He-Man does what He-Man does and goes and rescues Dragoon.
1: And he is so self-righteous about it, too.
2: I wouldn't wouldn't save my enemy. And He-Man says, I may be your enemy, but you're not my enemy.
1: Which is like, that's a pretty cool lie. I'm going to have to remember that next time someone calls me like their enemy
2: Well I was not expecting Dragoon Who looks like A devil gargoyle To be like Maybe I've been wrong E-man. I do
1: that. That's happened A couple of times now Because that did happen In one of my Lightning round episodes uh-huh. You know Where you have to reason With the bad guy And then he's like Maybe you do have a point point. And so yeah I didn't
2: expect Dragoon To be doing that
1: No But you know what Dragoon just sounded Like man at arms He's a, bit a little more annoyed <laughs> And so yeah. He was a reasonable man
2: well, I like how He-Man wasn't going to stick around to like help him through it. He's like, sounds like you got a lot to think about. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: right. done. He-Man's not there for the soul searching. <laughs> He-Man's not going to grade that essay.
2: This is Man at Arms. i am laughing by the end of Act 3. So he man runs into the fortress and catches up with Orko, who's having trouble waking up Driel. But then he try, but he man's like pretty much yelling in Orko's face, and he's like, "Try harder!" It works for me. And so yeah. Orko tries harder and does wake her up. And then he man and Cringer have to wait outside while uh, Orko says his goodbyes to Driel.
1: Yeah, and then here's where this episode gets weird. So apparently in Tralla, if you are declaring your intentions or your love for someone... To get you, engaged,
2: He-Man was explaining to To the get Granger. engaged,
1: you show each other your faces. Now... Which I
2: thought was kind of neat for Trollins.
1: Okay, sure, that's kind of neat. But it's also like private, and it's, and it's just hinting at grown-up things in a way that children can understand. But I was like, do we even need to do all this? And do they have to show each other their faces? I think the
2: writer had pride in this story. I thought it was cool. It was like Mass Effect with the um, quarry, quarry ends. Oh, it's, it's so cool. I liked it.
0: Just, just... It's...
2: <laughs> it was good. Yeah, it's just like Mass Effect. It's just like Mass Effect. Yes, it's just like the Wheel of like...
1: Time. It's just like all of that <laughs> stuff. No, it's not. It is crazy. Because... Here's what made it weird. You all know that we want to get a peek at what's under Orko's, like, like abyss of a face, and right? You have
0: to, we have to all marry him after
1: yes, that. Yes, because now <laughs> it's like, there's, like, some weird titillation to it, because it's like, well, I want to see Orko's naked head, but apparently that's something oh, you only do. it's too big do. a deal
2: to him, so we can't Well, yeah, it, right? so now
1: you know it's, like, a violation or, like, something you only do with a very special person whom you love. And so now it's just weird. Well, now it's like seeing Orko naked, and now that's just weird. Well,
2: we we got we you can get the toy and see. I guess uh, I can't remember. Scott, do you remember the toy? How they handle his head? Just a head. Yeah, it? I think it's just a black sphere all just on the toy. Together. But then, uh, then his there's ears a, attached. yeah, but then there's other ones that are blue. So I've seen. Mine yeah, was blue. Yeah, I've seen it on uh, black void, and I've seen blue.
0: Maybe it's in, they couldn't afford black
2: at the time. Or Maybe something. so. <laughs> Well, I like when He-Man was explaining to Battle Cat about how it's like getting engaged and we have to wait for them to do it and then Battle Cat's like, give me a break. <laughs> yeah,
0: you
1: and I d- me both, Battle Cat. I,
2: I, I do like in that scene,
0: uh, He-Man's like leaning up against the wall with his knee up. <laughs> yeah. He's like, just, cool. just hanging out, just talking about just talking about think
1: he wanted to show Dreel
2: his face. Huh? It's a custom among the Trollins. You only show your face to someone you love. Kind of like, well, it's like getting engaged. Ah, give me a break! So they had, they just make it back in time before moonrise, and little, little action figure He-Man pops through the portal, which was real fun to see again. Yep, I can't believe you guys weren't more into Tiny He-Man. Tiny He-Man was a lot of fun. Tiny He-Man,
1: Tiny power and <laughs> oh, the power and bravado. I'm the pill. It it was neat, and I and I liked it, but I'm still, I can't get over this, this Orco violation weirdness with all that. And the only thing that I can say that's good that came out of it is that maybe now Orco will stop hitting on big human ladies, because that's just <laughs> nah, weird. that's not going to happen. <laughs> He's going to forget about Driel in a heartbeat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the but first he... snooty cousin that shows up. Uh, Eternia is a fancy. lousy... With
2: snooty cousins, so man at arms is very nice to Orca when he comes back, and he says, "Don't let anybody tell you you're a bad magician, even me." And they all have a laugh about it, and he gives him a hug,
1: and he gives him a hug, which was
0: did very sweet. Did he do a nasal laugh again? Or was
2: it did just he like a little giggle? I don't think so. No, I think okay. I think he showed man at arms getting hugged, and they all laughed. Okay, yeah, all right.
1: yeah. Although they did have, I think they had Tilda's insane laugh at the beginning of the episode. Yeah,
2: I like her glamour laugh. Her like Julia Roberts laugh, where she throws her head back. It's very funny. <laughs>
0: Tilo in this episode. At the very beginning. Oh yeah, At the very At the beginning. beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah. Tell me about tell me about the moral. Talk talk your problems out.
1: Yeah, like if you have an important decision, talk it over with someone. All right, I'll give you that's that. pretty. That's
2: pretty good, He Man. He Man probably needs to do that sometimes. Should
1: I punch that?
2: Like,
1: yes, I <laughs> Yes, He Man. Right now, we need we need we
2: need we need you to do that.
1: I really Ever since we have We haven't had one in a long time But I want one of those morals That's like Man at arms Learning the hard way About like You know Timeshares And multi-level marketing scams <laughs> It's always about his
2: personal life Yeah, yeah we, like, haven't I,
1: I, I, we haven't had one of those in a while I'm, And I miss them But this is a perfectly serviceable Moral
2: well, I'm excited to talk about the ratings I don't want to go first I want I want to I want you to tell me How you guys are going to rate it And I'm going to challenge you Until you get your rating right
0: yeah. So <laughs> It was it, it, there there was some there's some silly parts of the episode. I I I liked it. It was it was good for me. Mm-hmm. I agree episode. with that. Mhm. Uh, I would give it uh 4.2 megacores. Oh
1: yeah.
2: Okay. Um that's a pretty good score. I'm going to rate your score about a 3 <laughs> you... and then I'm going to score it a perfect 5. No, I love this one. I loved it. I loved it as my it, it I we needed to see Trolla. I got to see the big uh demon thing, tiny He Man, uh the the animation was better. Uh I I loved this one. I thought it was really good. So
1: for you, just nothing gets better than this. <sighs> yeah,
2: it was really good. I'm very happy with this it was, one. It was a good He Man. Yeah. It was well done.
1: Three mega out of five.
2: Three? Okay. <laughs> you were just you were just trying to bring ours down. You were trying to bring it down. <laughs> I don't know. So mostly because you wanted to see Skeletor. He's not going to average. His I do end.
1: miss Skeletor when he's not there. I mean, like I didn't like that Tila didn't, you know. Like I, I like seeing like the crew. That's the true. Good crew. That's true. And uh, you know, it did it, it have some amusing parts, but I was genuinely creeped out by the nudity ritual the
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that we are all invited to participate in. And I'm I feel saying. like I
2: feel like it was a a, a a very preliminary courtship thing, and it it was okay.
1: Look and she where they hold hands and stuff? Why can't they just that's do the that? That's the way
2: Charlins hold hands. That's, that's what they're, they're doing. Okay, so knowing that you're just holding hands, Rebecca bumped hers up to a <laughs> 4.3. Okay, very good, Rebecca. All right, perfect five for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty good. It's time for production notes. It's really neat, can you tell? I just wanted to let you know that you can connect with the show on Facebook, Twitter, or our website at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also download the show on iTunes. If you haven't already, you can sign up for our newsletter where we share news about the show and weird He-Man stuff from all across cyberspace. It's pretty good, actually. You can sign up for it on Facebook or on our website. If you have a question or comment for the show, please email us at rumors at wizardsnightshirt.com. And now, back to the show. And that's our show for today.
0: Next week we'll be reviewing season 1 episode 21 of Shira, The Stone in the Sword. Remember that you can find our episode guide at wizardsnightshirt.com. We thank you for listening and please remember, only show your face to the one that you love.
2: <laughs> it's pretty good.